This is the Everyday Christian Podcast, coming to you from the Beacon Church of Christ in West Monroe, Louisiana. Here's your host, Chase Green. Welcome, and I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of Everyday Christian, where we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Therefore, let's live our lives as everyday Christians. This is season one, episode number three. As I mentioned last time, we're going to study today Bible study. 2 Timothy 2, verse 15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Paul was talking to the young preacher, Timothy, in that passage. He needed to study so that he could know the things that he needed to preach to others to increase their faith. And that is certainly something that we need to do as well. We need to make sure that we gain God's approval through being compliant with His Word. I want to give you three more reasons that Bible study is important for today's episode. Reason number one. In Acts chapter 17, verses 10 through 11, we read about some disciples from a place called Berea. Now, these disciples were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether the things that they were being taught were so. Now, the sad reality of the matter today is that there are false teachers everywhere. The Bible describes these false teachers as ravening wolves or wolves in sheep's clothing. You know, a false teacher doesn't come into our assembly and wear a bright and flashing sign that says, Hey, everybody, I'm a false teacher. They don't do that. Instead, they come in and they appear very nice. They perhaps are well-dressed and very fluent in their speaking ability. And what do they do? Well, they slip in some false doctrine here and there. But the Bible is clear that these false teachers are leading people to hell. In fact, there's a verse in Peter that talks about damnable heresies. Heresies, false doctrines and and divisions that are going to cause people to be in condemnation. And so we've got to be careful that we are truly learning the truth. And these people in Berea searched the scriptures daily to make sure that the things that they were being taught were so. That's reason number one, that Bible study is important. Searching the scriptures daily to see whether or not we're being taught the truth. What about reason number two? Jude, and there's only one chapter, verse three, says this, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Jude wanted to talk to the brethren there about the common salvation, and that is a wonderful topic. We need to understand the common salvation, the common love of God that we have in Christ, and that is a very important topic. But essentially, Jude had to change his sermon. Now, he changes it from this topic of the common salvation, and he says that it was needful for him to write unto them and exhort them 
that they would earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. Jude makes this point. These Christians, and if you read through the rest of Jude, you'll find that they were they were caught up in all kinds of ungodly deeds. And the reason for that was because false teachers had come in and convinced them that it was okay. Well, they were caught up in all this ungodliness, and so Jude says, no, you can't do that. You've got to be exhorted to earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Now, this word, earnestly contend, these two words, earnestly contend, translated in our King James Version of the Bible, if you have the King James Version, is coming from a Greek word, epagonizomai. You say, what in the world does that mean? Epagonizomai. If we were to pronounce that the way we in the English language would typically pronounce it, looking at the word, we might say, epagonizomai. And that helps us understand the meaning of that word. Epagonizomai. It means to agonize. This is something that Jude is telling them that they need to take painstaking measures to make sure that they're contending for the faith. And so they need to agonize over it. It's a very, very serious, a very, very serious matter. They need to contend. What does it mean to contend? Well, it means to fight. We've got to fight for the faith. In Ephesians chapter 6, we read that we have to put on the whole armor of God. Why? Because we are in a fight. We're in a spiritual war fighting against the powers of evil. And so we've got to earnestly contend for, and that means that we've got to understand what we are for. We're for the, the doctrine of Christ. And we've got to earnestly contend for the faith. There's only one true faith. It's the faith that we read about in the New Testament. The faith of Christ. Uh, the church that he established. And the belief of the gospel that we read about in the New Testament. So we've got to earnestly contend for it. And by the way, Jude says also that it was once delivered unto the saints. So our reason number two that Bible study is important, because if we have searched the scriptures daily, Acts 17.11, and if we have understood them the way that they're meant to be understood, then we can contend for the faith. We can defend the truth. Do you know who else defended the truth? Well, many people have throughout history defended the truth, but one that I'm thinking of is Paul. In the book of Galatians, the Galatian brethren had fallen under grave error. What was the grave error that they were dealing with? They were dealing with, with the Judaizers who were coming in and teaching that you had to continue to keep the law of Moses in order to be saved. And they were dealing with false doctrine regarding circumcision and the various feast days and so on and so forth. Well, Galatians chapter 1, beginning in verse 6, Paul makes this striking statement about their error. He says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. And then he says, which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. 
Did you know that a false teacher could come in the name of the gospel of Christ and he can say, I'm preaching the gospel of Christ, the good news of Christ, and he could be lying? He could be teaching error? That is completely possible, and it happens all the time, and it was happening in the day of Paul and the other apostles, and it's happening today. Paul says that he was shocked. He marveled that they were so quickly removed from Jesus Christ, who called them unto the grace of Christ, unto another gospel. If you look at the Greek words, another, translated in Galatians 1 verse 6 and also verse 7, you'll notice that the first another in verse 6, they were removed from the grace of Christ unto another gospel. It's talking about another gospel of a different sort. It's a completely different gospel, one that is different from what was being taught by the apostles in the first century. And then he says in verse 7, which is not another. If you look at the Greek word with this another, the second another, it's another of the same kind. In other words, there is not another gospel of the same kind as the one true gospel, the good news of Christ. And so they had been taught a false gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Again, you can change the truth of the gospel and preach a false gospel. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. That's how serious this is. False teachers are going to be accursed on the day of judgment. Verse number 9, As we said before, so say I now again, If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Now isn't it interesting that the Mormon faith believes that Joseph Smith was taught essentially another gospel. They, they call the, the Book of Mormon what? Another Testament of Christ? That's another gospel, friends. And Joseph Smith supposedly was taught by an angel this New Testament, this extra testament of Christ, the Book of Mormon, and that's a false gospel. Even if an angel from heaven came and taught Joseph Smith something, this says that that angel would be accursed. And so any person who's teaching another gospel is to be accursed. Well, let's go back to Jude verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Jude says you've got to fight for the truth, the one true faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Well, Bible study is important because as we search the scriptures daily, we can understand whether or not the things that were being taught are so. Bible study is important because it will allow us to earnestly contend for the faith. And finally, point number three, 1 Peter 3, verse 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You know, the Bible says that Christians are a peculiar people. We're different than the world around us. And part of that being different is that we have hope. 
in Christ, we have hope and love and joy and peace and all the other fruits of the Spirit that we read about in Galatians chapter 5. And we don't partake in the works of the flesh that we read about in Galatians chapter 5. We are different. We're living our lives completely differently than society around us. Again, a peculiar people. And so we have the hope that is in us. And if anybody ever asks us a reason for the hope that is in us, we are to respond to them with meekness and fear. We are to respond with a proper mindset, a proper attitude. We're, we're not holier than thou. That's not the attitude we're supposed to have. We're supposed to have meekness and fear of God, godliness. And we are to be ready to give an answer to that man. Well, how can we give an answer of the hope that is in us if we don't know God's Word, if we have not studied to show ourselves approved unto God? We can't do that, can we? And so we've got to be ready. And the way that we are ready, the way that we sanctify the Lord God in our hearts is through diligent study of God's Word. And if we do that, what will we be able to do? Well, number one, we'll be able to defend the faith, which we've already talked about. And number two, we'll be ready to evangelize. There are so many people in this world around us who are lost and dying because of sin. Spiritual death. Romans chapter 6, verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We need to explain to those around us that God has given us this wonderful, precious gift, Jesus Christ, His Son. His Son died for us on the cross. His blood purchased a church, Acts 20, verse 28. And we need to be able to teach people about this. We need to be able to evangelize. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, if all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and again, Romans 6, 23 says that the wages of sin is death, then what does that mean? All people who have reached an accountable age are guilty and stand before God in need of the grace of God. And so we need to teach people the gospel. How can we do that if we have not studied God's Word and we're not ready always to give an answer to every man that asks us a reason of the hope that is in us with meekness and fear? And so Bible study is actually going to do what? It's going to affect our salvation, and it's going to also affect the salvation of those around us too as we are able to teach them about the gospel. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, and beginning in verse 15, again we mentioned this last time, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, that would be correct teaching of God's Word, for reproof, that is the idea of converting people from sin, for correction, that is those who have been saved but have went back into the world. They've fallen from grace. 
they need to be corrected for instruction in righteousness, how to live a righteous, godly life, that the man of God may be perfect, complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So I hope to encourage you with this particular episode of this podcast, Everyday Christian. I hope to encourage you to study your Bible and do it daily, just like those noble Bereans in Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Well, I want to talk to you about next episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. And next time, we're going to conclude our topics on the Word of God by talking about rightly dividing the Word of Truth. Again, we've talked about studying, but 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 also talks about rightly dividing the Word of Truth. We're going to talk about things like the Old Testament and the New Testament, distinguishing between those two and the Ten Commandments, and the commandments of Christ, and we're going to talk about the words that are in red, the words of Christ. Certainly, we've got to accept those, and also the words of His apostles. We've got to accept those as well. We'll talk about how we can understand which parts of the Bible are we uh, amenable to today. We know that Romans 15 verse 4 says, that the things which were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. But does that mean that we are uh, under the Old Testament today? Well, we'll talk about that next episode. And I thank you for joining me. I hope that you'll continue to join us for our podcast. And do us a favor, if you would. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our podcast. And you can follow us there. And share this with your friends as well as we try to grow our reach with the Everyday Christian Podcast. You've been listening to the Everyday Christian Podcast with Chase Green. As always, remember, God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Stand firm in your resolve to be an everyday Christian.